You are now tuned in to the real Coach JB Slapdick Podcast. It's the last chance for you, last chance for me. Will I make it? Will I take it to the top? We gon' see. It's the last chance for you, last chance for me. It's the last chance for you, last chance for me. It's the last chance for you, last chance for me. Will I make it? Will I take it? What up? What up, man? The real coach JB here in the Slapdick Podcast coming at you. Spotify, iTunes, Apple Music on YouTube. Hit the like button, subscribe, become a member today. If you aren't already one, hit the bell notification. So you know when I'm on, some people are saying they're having problems getting notified. I don't know what's going on with that, YouTube. Um, I know you guys follow me on Twitch, man. I already have like a 1,000 followers. I appreciate all you guys doing that. And I might go back to it, just so you know. And uh, I'm going to go on there and live stream uh, football games, but I won't show the game. You guys will have to watch the game live yourselves and I'll just comment on the game that I'm watching on my other screen. So that's something I'm thinking about doing until I get 10,000 subscribers and then I can try to get some shit trademarked um through some licensing things. And uh who knows, maybe I can do the Peyton Manning cast myself, which will be killer, I think. At least you'll get some real shit. Um Title of this show is Turn Off the Lights, man. Turn off the fucking lights. I know your daddy, your mama raising you, told you to turn off the fucking lights when you went to bed. You didn't do it. Guess what? They used to fucking wake me up at 3 in the morning to get your ass up and turn off the lights. Parents are not doing that anymore. And it's a fucking shame and it's showing. And this generation has clearly shown its ass. And I don't know if you guys saw the latest fucking video of the fucking disrespectful ass kid in class in a classroom setting with the teacher. She actually hits the teacher and uh, tells her she's black and I'm going to get on the phone and call somebody and all kind of bullshit. And I'm just like, it's fucking irritating the shit out of me. I might have to go back and be a teacher and uh, check these little bad motherfuckers. I don't know. But we're going to dive into all this stuff, man. And uh, and uh, if you guys aren't a subscriber, hit the subscribe button on YouTube. Become a member. $1.99. Uh, that's the only membership that will be up and running after this week. I have to take all the other ones down. So I appreciate you guys coming on over. Um Quote of the day, man, has to do with discipline because this title of this show is Turn Off the Lights. And I mean that by a lot of things I'm going to discuss here today. But discipline is just choosing between what you want now and what you want most. I think that people forget that shit. People want instant gratification right fucking now. And they don't see the big picture. They don't understand the big picture. They don't see the big picture. And they all want this instant gratifying right now. Get me the quick fix, quick dollar. Uh, Get me the pretty car and the pretty house when you don't got no money. Don't buy a motherfucking car if you don't got a fucking house. Please, you youngsters live by that. Motherfuckers buying cars, renting houses. It makes no fucking sense. Buying cars, renting a studio motherfucking apartment. 
It's clean though, coach. <laughs> your your studio's clean, dog. Dog, I'm just keeping it real, man. Do not fucking buy you a fucking Benz and you ain't got no house. What is wrong with you young motherfuckers? Don't buy Jordans with your motherfucking financial aid money. If you can't pay your cell phone bill and your mama still pay it, motherfucker. And guess what? Mamas and daddies out there, please understand something. I want you guys to please take heave and fucking listen. You know how to fix the son that gets financial aid money and spends it on Jordans and spends it on T-shirts and tattoos and this is the most common shit, just so you're clear. You get the T-shirts, the short, the Jordans. You get tattoos. That's a big thing. Video games. A new cell phone, okay, that you pay the bill on. Do not pay the motherfucker, mother, daddy, grandma, auntie. Don't pay the fucking bill. I don't understand the concept and I can't understand why you cats can't grasp the concept of cutting them off will straighten them out. Should be another fucking quote. Cutting them off so we'll straighten them out. Cut their legs from underneath the motherfuckers, man. Chop the tree down. You guys are fucking enabling them by paying the bill. One more time. All right. This is the last time. Next month, it's the last time. Next month, it's the last time. Don't even subconsciously don't buy them video games for Christmas or their birthday. They will actually, through osmosis, start to see it and figure out, okay, shit, I got to buy my own video games. Quit buying them video games, even if it's for birthdays and Christmases. Buy them some fucking fruit and some water, motherfuckers. Buy them motherfuckers a calculator or a motherfucking... Well, don't buy them a calculator. It's on their phone now anyway, but fuck. Buy them motherfucking ass a book. Even a fucking ebook or whatever. Shit. I don't give a fuck. Buy them some shit they can use and give off to someone else. Whether it's mental or physical or whatever. Stop buying these motherfuckers the shit they want. Buy them the shit they need. That's what you guys are fucking up on. Oh, man. It's unbelievable to me, dog. We don't have to be smarter than the rest. We have to be more disciplined than the rest. That's why your motherfuckers are going to get your ass beat if we go to war. <laughs> Our frontline workers are so fucking soft and enabled. They think that they're going to win one fight and think that's the war, motherfucker. No, you ain't won shit. Like, dog. Motherfuckers was winning three and a half quarters and you lose in the fourth because you don't fucking put your foot on their throat. We're too so. Everything is a fucking trophy giving generation right now. Everybody deserves a trophy. I'm going to break down this thing before I get into the show. Just a little couple hot takes. California is playing in the probably the hardest high school playoff um, for the for per state. California has the hardest playoff schedules and playoff 
best teams uh, in the country. All right. And we have so many schools here, obviously, the most populous state in the union, that we have broken it up into a million fucking divisions. All right. Now, when I was coaching high school, um, and when I was playing high school, obviously, but when I was coaching it just from 2011 to 14, haven't coached high school since 2014, but when I was, um, you know, we were in the hardest, the biggest, the baddest conference in America. All right. It was called the Pac Five at the time. All right. And it was the modern days, the St. John Bosco's, Long Beach Polys, Jay Sarah's, St. Bonaventure, Oaks Christian. All these big schools that are out here, Alamany, um, you know, you name it, all right, Narbonne, Sarah. There are these big schools uh, that are in this deal, and we played them, and we didn't beat them all because we just started the program up. But we finished second in our conference to Long Beach Poly every year I was there. And before, When I took the job, they were 3-67 and 67 or some shit over a seven-year span, 70 games. And we went seven and three year one, five and five. Then we went seven and three again. I think we went six and four. But we, I only scheduled the national powerhouses in high school because I was like, well, if we ever want to beat these motherfuckers, we have to play these motherfuckers. So everybody was like, damn, coach, you, you would be undefeated if you would just play some shitty schools. And I'm like, who wants that? Why would I play shitty schools? We literally played Corona Centennial, Orange Lutheran, St. John Bosco, J. Sarah, Mission Viejo, uh, Tesoro, San Clemente, St. Bonaventure. This is literally the teams we played in the preseason before I had to go play Long Beach Poly. So why the fuck would I want to play shitty-ass school so my kids can have a false self-gratifying fucking feeling? You ain't done shit, motherfucker. You beat that shitty-ass team. You're supposed to beat them. We had Jay Sarah 0-0 in the fourth quarter. We had Long Beach Poly 0-0 in the fourth quarter. We had Olu. We had we could have beat several teams and had opportunity. Tesoro in the playoffs. Mission Viejo, we scored 39 points on who, shit, were national, like, top five ranked in the country. We were close, but we still, you know, it was a process in building a process, and, uh, and, and it was a... Uh, it was a work in progress, and, you know, I did it fast, but then I went on and went back to JUCO, and I was like, you know, I did my part there. But <sighs> Polly is like in Division 5 now in California. It's like unfucking believable They break it off on your schedule from the prior season and then the current season, and then they rank you and put you in your division accordingly. So Long Beach Poly, who used to be, well, still has the most players in the NFL, FYI. Long Beach Poly still has more players in the NFL than anybody. Is in Division 5 school in California. It's unbelievable. Inglewood is Division 2, and Poly's Division 4. Like, should never happen, sad boy. Never. Never should happen. Inglewood, who scored 106 points on that school, you know, Morningside, for you guys that ain't from Cali that don't know, uh, they got their ass whooped by Alamany. So it just comes to show you that, you know, um, it, the the world has changed. Bosco lost to Servite 
last week. Servite's playing modern day for the national title. See, Servite is a team where I agree. I, I give them props for how they finished because this is a team that finished third in their conference, but were, they knew that were, they were good enough to play Division One in California. So they put them in the Division One playoffs, and now they've won and redeemed themselves against Bosco, who they lost to earlier in the year. Now they get another chance to beat Modern Day, who they lost in the year. And this could be a great, gratifying season for, my, for, 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 for Troy Thomas, a, a, a friend of mine, and, and the Servite Friars high school powerhouse team they used to be. Uh, he already won a state title there. Um, yes, I've known Juju and his whole family his whole life. Yeah, we played Juju at, when I was at... Cabrillo, we had him beat 0-0, and we, we, we dropped two touchdowns. The game should have been 14 nothing. We lost 6 nothing. We put Juju out. Took him. He had to go to the hospital, man, on, on his Ohio State visit night. Uh, we heard him, and it was an hour delay because we thought he had a broken neck. We actually heard him. Clean play. He just got hurt uh, at Vet Stadium. Packed house, 10,000 or so. In California, that's a huge game. You know, the St. Texas or Oklahoma or South Carolina or Georgia – in California, ten thousand is is bigger than mo than most, and that's what we had, man. And we played a it was a great atmosphere, man. And we had a chance to beat Polly and make history, and we fucked it up, and uh, we we lost that one six nothing, which they end up winning the CIF title that year and beating uh, Modern Day. So that just tells you how close we were we were getting. Um, but my point on this whole trophy. Everyone deserves a trophy deal. Dog, my buddy coaches at a high school here in California. They went 10-0. and 0. The second and third place team, they beat by 50. Two of the three teams in their league they beat by 50 or more are playing for a CIF, Southern Section Championship, in a shit division. There's another high school that they beat by 60 that is playing for a CIF title. If you get beat by 60 and 70 and 50 in your own league, you do not deserve to be playing for nobody's fucking title. What are we fucking doing, California? Is it other is it like this in other states? I don't know, but is everyone getting the chance to play for a fucking title what in the fuck are we teaching our young kids man that it's okay to lose go out and get a false sense of fucking how to be a winner and then you go in the real world and then you think that fucking everyone's gonna hand you shit and you go for this interview and they tell you you were fucking horrible and you don't get the job and then you what do you do cry and say well fuck man I, we played Division 10 champions in California high school when I played. We were champs. What was your record? We were like 5-5 five and five and got beat by 50 like eight fucking times. And you played for a championship? Yeah, we played for the Division 7, 900 fucking championship. <laughs> what in the fuck are you teaching these kids? It's unfucking believable man. It really is, dog. I, I don't understand it. Um, I'm really fucking baffled by it. Um, 
And I'm just so fucking yeah. We played Juju like I was saying. We heard him, um, and uh, just a self. It's just a false sense of gratification, man. These motherfucking kids all deserve a championship. You didn't even win your league, but this is how shitty it was. I'm gonna tell you. So it's becoming a national pandemic is what it is. It's not just California because it looks like Maryland's doing it. Hawaii's doing it. Pennsylvania. Everyone's doing it. We used to be school size too. Um, and the big boys were division one and the next guys were division two. And hardly did you ever see a smaller school beat a division one school in California. Never used to happen. But nowadays with all the transferring and all the shit, um, but I got to be honest, like, <laughs> what in the fuck are we teaching them? This team that I'm talking about, a buddy of mine, went 10-0, and waxed everyone they played, and had to play in the Division Two of California, which is probably better than most other states combined. That's not even our best. Division Two here is our second best league conference division. And they got beat first round by, like, 20. <laughs> They went 10-0 the whole season and had to play a powerhouse, another powerhouse, who I don't even think won their league and lost to them in the first round. Meanwhile, the second and third place teams in their division went on to the third and fucking fourth rounds of California playoffs and are still playing. Teams that this team beat by 50. Now, you tell me, is that fucking right like you got to be shitting me man i don't understand it anyway before we get going man this 2021 uh stocking stuffer show uh, since we're hitting the holidays the slap dick stocking stuffer is brought to you by manscape wearing the shirt rocking it boom um it's holiday season and you don't get to know um and you don't know what to get your gift uh you're stopping stuff. Fuck, I'm fucking that up, man. It's holiday season, and you don't get to know what to get as a stocking stuffer. Go get manscaped.com. Use the promo code SLAPDICK. Get you 20% off. Manscaped has all the tools to guarantee you wins this stocking stuffer season. Or the white elephant competition. Manscaped is the leader in men's below the waist grooming, and they all have served more than 4 million men worldwide. If my math is correct, that's almost 8 million balls. 8 million sets of balls. Get you 20% off. Free shipping at manscaped.com with promo code SLAPDICK. Use my 20% off, man. Get you free shipping and go get your balls shaved, men. Women, get your men some balls. Greatest stuffing stuff. Uh, fuck, I can't speak today. Stocking stuffer of the season. Use manscaped.com. Use promo code SLAPDICK. Get you 20% off. I hate reading ads. Because I got so much shit going on on my computer, man. I'm a pretty good reader usually. That was a horrible job. That was a horrible job, JB. But anyway, you know, you fucking win some, lose some. I was fucking horrible this weekend on fucking my picks. I don't even know if I won one pick. I don't even know if I got one pick. I was fucking horrible. Yeah, I'm not even drinking or nothing, Marcus. I don't know what the fuck I was doing on that one. Um, Sometimes I get tongue twisted, man. Yeah, sad boys. There's schools I've never even fucking heard of in the, in, in California state 
championship games. I have no fucking idea what's going on. Hey, give me one second. I'm gonna, I'm gonna uh, let my uh, let Bailey in here real quick from feeding. All right, and uh, give me one second. Someone wanted me to ask you, and I think it's because we talk. So everyone out there knows Cody got a dog, a slapstick bully from me. And uh, mm-hmm. if, if the cat's not out the bag, sorry, but I think we called it Merle when it was here. Because oh the dog oh yeah because okay. right. it's okay. A, it was a brindle looking yes. yeah, yeah, yeah you yeah, know the merle brindle. so yeah, we it's, it's not a merle because she's not a merle but we we called it merle because we tagged them all and uh, with some little collars when they were born mm-hmm. so at the beginning one was maroon one was orange one was fucking green so we all had them so we knew who was eating or not from the nipples and, well uh, it's funny because somebody I had posted a picture of there I think and you had either tagged it or something or put it on your story. And somebody had messaged me and asked me, like, like they were just like, oh, my God, I miss her. Like, some, I think she mm. said her name was Merle. And I was like, oh, what? I was like, what the fuck is she talking about? <laughs> <laughs> All right, I'm back. Perfect timing. Uh, Bailey had to come in. She was in there feeding and I knew she was ready to come out. So uh, anyway, title of this show is Turn Off the Lights, man. A lot to discuss. Um, I know our parents used to tell us to turn off the lights. Shit, I'm at a little story. My mom, my mom used to grab me by the ear. I told this story on Netflix. Grab me by the fucking ear. And if, if I left a cup of water on the counter, um, three in the morning, two in the morning, four in the morning, get your motherfucking ass up. Clean the wa- wash the glass and put it away. And you think I don't remember that shit? Do you think that shit didn't sit in with me to this day? Do you think that I didn't fucking use those ideologies grow- coaching other kids? Lucy, that story was in the book, and uh, my mom denies it to this day. She's full of shit. I tell her that. I'll tell her on Thanksgiving. And I'm just telling you, it's it's called shock treatment. We all need to be shock treated at times. And turning off the lights was a shock treatment. My dad was like, did you take out the trash or turn off the fucking lights when I told you to? Oh, shit, I forgot. Oh, really? Okay. Well, I forgot to feed you tonight. <laughs> if you did that today, you would be fucking thrown in jail. You would be thrown in fucking jail. Your kid would fucking cry like a little bitch to everybody and their mama and tell the school board tomorrow. But yet, they can go out and straight up fucking disrespect everybody and fucking be the fucking biggest bitches in the world and fucking do some crazy ass shit um, like this was captured on film today in a classroom setting check it out (laughs) I wish a bitch deal with me you're right. Have you touched me? I did not touch you. So I asked you. 
I'm calling my mama. Listen what she tells her mama. Get off my seat. That ain't no special ed class. You hear everybody else talking? She's talking to her mom. You want to talk to her because she's black and she's fucking, she's fucking pissing me off right now. She's black and she's fucking pissing me off. Oh my god. Oh my god. I wish a bitch would. That is a kid in class today that, first of all, just so we're clear, her actions in that classroom were all learned behaviors, learned traits. Learn behaviors, and you can't fucking tell me that she jumped on her phone with her mama and then called the teacher, she's dumb and black, and you think that's not being taught at the household? Motherfucker, please. These kids must be out there motherfucking mind. I might have to go back to teach so I can check a motherfucker. And you know who I'm going to check? The motherfucking teacher's. The motherfucking admin and the motherfucking parents. I'm going to let that shit be known from the motherfucking gate. Your motherfucking bitch ass better not fucking ever try to hit a motherfucking teacher in my watch. I'm just telling you, I'm not going to put hands on you, but I'm going to have the worst part of Compton come up to that motherfucking school your age and beat the fuck out of you. Perfectly legal. That's what they don't get. They think I'm an actor. I'm going to teach your bitch ass something and you're going to learn it. And it might not be schoolwork. It might be getting taught some real life lessons that's going to fucking help your motherfucking ass. Holy fuck, man. Unbelievable. Unbelievable. Because you know what? The parent didn't get that bitch ass fucking kid and tell her ass to fucking put up the glass of water. Didn't tell her ass to fucking turn off the lights. Didn't get her ass up and take out the motherfucking trash. Didn't make sure she made her fucking bed in the morning. That's why she did what the fuck she just did. And ain't no consequences ever been fucking rendered. Because her fucking ass gets away with whatever, talks like however she wants. And you fucking can't sit here and tell me that this ain't happening. She just called her mama and talked to her mama with every cuss word that I'm using on this motherfucking show. And I'm just going to be honest. (laughs) Dog, if I called my mom and said one cuss word, oh, it was a wrap. The phone would have hung up. The phone would have hung up and I would have already known I would have swallowed. You know how motherfuckers swallow when they're nervous? Mm -hmm. (laughs) <laughs> I would have swallowed like a motherfucker. God been like, oh shit. Dog, this ain't no this ain't this is like 
these kids are doing whatever the fuck they want. And their parents are their fault. The parents are the sole reason they're doing what they're fucking doing. Because if they did what they did and went home and their parents beat the fuck out of them and disciplined them, they wouldn't be doing it again. And other motherfuckers wouldn't be seeing it on video that you took. And and when is the kid in class going to step up and say, come bring your little motherfucking ass over here and sit your weirdo ass down? When is that kid going to come be the trendsetter and break the fucking curse? Get up, little motherfucker, and break the generational curse. Like, get your motherfucking ass up and go get that little girl and sit her ass down. As a peer. It's a fucking embarrassment. If I was their parents, I'd be fucking embarrassed beyond belief and... That kid would not come to school for a while, to be honest with you. But guess what? Can't do it now. Guess what? If if she goes missing one day, the soft-ass principal is going to ask, where is she? And then, you know, back in the day, my daddy would have told the principal, well, she can't sit down in class on your hard chair right now because her ass is bleeding. And the principal would have been like, oh, okay, thanks a lot. I appreciate you handling that. Nowadays, principal calls Child Protective Services, and the parent gets arrested. After the bitch just hit a teacher that you employ. (laughs) How the fuck is this even possible? How are you not grasping this concept? Do you realize what I just said? Back in the day, my dad would have whipped my ass, called the principal and said he can't come back to school for a while because his ass needs to heal up. Principal would have been like, yes, sir, I appreciate it. The principal gets told that today he calls child protective services and has the parent arrested after the kid just fucking hits your teacher that you employ that's protected by a union that's probably tenured that would probably then say, you know what? Fuck you, principal. I ain't going back to this job and you can't fire me. So I'm going to be paid for life from the house, either doing Zoom meetings, which is going to be real fucking helpful to these shitbird kids, or I won't do nothing and you'll pay me out and give me a golden handshake. That's the fucking issue. But... Who, who wants to be a teacher, dog? I, I'm be real. Make 50, 60 grand, whatever the fuck they make, unless you're 20 years in and 30 fucking degrees over. You ain't making no six figures. There's only a few, far and few between making six figures as a teacher. And then even then, it's probably not worth the headache. You got to deal with all these fucking meetings and principals and an admin that's shitty and soft. And now you got to deal with these fucking shitbirds. And then you got to deal with their shitbird parents who think the kid's right. Bitch, fucking please. You better not hope I don't fucking become a teacher. By the way, I've been cleared to teach here in California. So, a high school I'm talking about. Because I never did the high school thing. So, the last year and a half, I've been doing my high school credential. And I'm finally cleared to teach in probably the the worst high school. Well, it's actually one of the best educational uh, districts in the country. It's the second largest in the country. Um LA Unified, Los Angeles Unified, and great benefit package, all this old good old good old shit, right? But it is also in the hood. You got to deal with all the hood factors. That's why they pay you a little more. 
I'm just telling you. You see me on Twitter teaching and a motherfucker acts up and I choke slam his motherfucking ass. I'll be right back. Uh, well, I'm not stopping what I'm doing, but, you know, it's just a retirement protection. You know what I mean? If I do it, I don't know. We'll see. Tim Parrish, what up? Um, Pete Carroll got a little mad yesterday and got up off this podium. I, I would love to see Pete Carroll in his career at SC. Hey, I don't know why you guys aren't seeing my note. I don't. I don't get it. Tim Paris said the same thing. Um, you guys have to figure out what's up with uh, your notification, dog. Because I don't. I don't control it on this side. As long as my shit's viewable, I don't see why uh, you can't get it. It must be something in your setting because it ain't my setting. Um, so I would look into why you guys aren't getting that. Um, I have no idea. Um, anyway, I don't know if you guys, you know, I don't know how many SoCal natives are in the uh, on YouTube right now. 70 people in here. I don't know how many of SoCal listeners. Um, but when I was a little kid, UCLA and USC were was the biggest rival in the country. I think it was right there with Ohio State, Michigan, Florida, Florida State, Miami, Florida State, um, I believe it was top three or four premier rivalries in all of football, period. It was an event. It was a huge event, and we would literally, there would be barbecues at the house. It would be family and friends over. It was the Kickstarter to Thanksgiving. Every single year, USC-UCLA was the Kickstarter. It was played in prime time. It was on big-time local TV, and it was sold out Rose Bowl, sold out Coliseum, and it was a fucking event. And the game Saturday between the two old-school L.A., heart-of-L.A. rivals was as embarrassing as I've seen in my lifetime. 45 years of this rivalry. From Terry Donahue to fucking from Rick Neuheisel, Bob Toledo, Pete Carroll, fucking John Robinson, Larry Smith. I've been through all the good coaches and bad ones. And I'm just telling you, man, (laughs) you had a half full. Coliseum 10 minutes before kickoff to see UCLA play USC in LA. There's no Laker game going on. There's no Dodger game in the World Series. It's all over. You know, Lakers weren't, they got beat Molly Watt by Boston, I think, the night before. There was nothing in LA that could have stopped you from going to that USC UCLA game. Now, the Coliseum has put a COVID vaccine proof and place to get into the game so i can literally see that being an issue for a lot of folks i do give you that but if you watch the games this year in the rose bowl and coliseum they've been totally empty 
shitty. And the performance has proven to me that it was shitty participation by the fan base for a reason. I would hard, find it hard-pressed that if UCLA and USC were great on the field products, they were great products on the field, that you couldn't tell me that they wouldn't have vaccinated to go prove to it and show it. I had people literally say that I had ki- my kids wanted to go and, well, we have to p- go get tested. And they were like, ah, oh, no, nah, I'm good. Fuck it. I'll play PlayStation. <laughs> I'm good. I'll play PlayStation, Dad. I'll watch the game from home. Like, dog, you got to be shitting me. Like, why are they still proving a test here? Like, what the fuck are we doing? California got some fucked up shit going on. That's a fact. Um, But also, so do a lot of states. So I just want to be honest. Don't just bash California like we're the only fucked up ones. There's some other fucked up ones. Please. You guys know what I'm talking about. Um, so it was an embarrassment, man, in my opinion. I, I, I didn't like seeing it. It was shitty. Um, Primetime West Coast game and used to be a big time fucking crab boil, barbecue, hamburgers, chicken, dogs, links, whatever it may be. And we ain't doing shit no more. I went with my boy up the road here in SoCal to a cool little spot. We just chilled and got fucked up for a couple hours and watched a horrible game and came home. And it's fucked up, man. I'll be honest. Um, But the best players in the country, four Heisman candidates, come from 20 minutes within reach of USC's campus and UCLA's campus. And yet we let them go to the East Coast, to the South, to the ACC, the SEC, to the Big Ten. And you wonder why our crowd is not interested. You have fucking Heisman candidates playing for other schools. And you're losing backyard talent to schools like Oregon, who are shit to me, lackluster at best. They're very average. And I told you guys that they're... Oregon may have the best win of the season at Ohio State. It's by far the best victory of the season. Please argue. There's no been. There's not been a better victory than Oregon beating Ohio State. But Oregon might have the two worst losses in the country as well. Stanford and Utah drubbing. Utah beat the fuck out of Oregon, and it wasn't even close. And that's the difference between the coaches and the mindset of those two programs right now today on the way Utah's on the ups, Oregon's on the down, and you can't tell me that Utah and fucking sitting out there in Salt Lake City is better than a fucking USC and UCLA team or even an Oregon or even an Arizona State or an Arizona Tempe and Tucson is not better than Salt Lake. No offense to Salt Lake City. I like Salt Lake City. It's all right just to pass through that motherfucker. But it ain't no fucking place I'm living. It ain't no place that I'm going to be able to out-recruit a motherfucker to L.A. at. Or even Oregon with all the facilities and the unis and all the pretty shit and Nike. 
How the fuck is Utah out playing California, USC, and fucking UCLA? And Cal and Stanford. Makes no sense. I don't get it. You know, we're losing motherfuckers to Clemson, Ohio State, Alabama. Great programs in respect of respect to those programs, no doubt. Understood. But Pete Carroll wasn't losing the motherfuckers. I wouldn't lose them motherfuckers. I wouldn't lose all them motherfuckers. I bet you that much. They lost every single one of them motherfuckers. Pete Carroll probably would have had Bryce and DJ both sign at SC. I would love to see Pete Carroll finish his career at USC. I think his NFL career is done. I, I, I don't think it's done. I think he's a great coach. If he wants to rejuvenate himself and start over, he could. But I think he's over the lackluster prima donna shit. And I think he said, fuck it. I can get the same thing going on at SC. I can go recruit and change it and fucking let's put a culture in there. I would love to see Pete Carroll in his career at SC. Ah, man, I'd go up there and fucking help him out as much as I can. Pete Carroll would would instantly bring some pizzazz back. The talent, the fucking stars. Like, where are the stars? Where's Snoop? Where's Cube? Where's Will Ferrell? Where's all these motherfuckers that used to be uh, at USC practices? Like, where is that at? Um, How is Pete Carroll going to recruit against or over Kirby and Saban and Dabo? You guys don't know who Pete Carroll is, guys. I'll be honest with you, dog. Just so you know, Pete Carroll was the reason the fucking text rule was invented for head coaches. There's a reason why the head coaches can't recruit but once a year. It's called Pete Carroll rule. It's not called Nick Saban rule. Nick Saban's only Nick Saban because Pete Carroll went to the NFL, dog. (laughs) Don't get it twisted. Do not get it twisted. There was nowhere like USC when he was there. Nowhere. He was getting the best players from Florida, Tennessee, Alabama, everywhere. New Jersey, and bringing them here. So, I'm just telling you. Just so you know, dog, you should go Google this shit if you're a South Cat. Because don't just get Homer. I I tell you the Pac-12 shitty because I'm a real one. Don't just defend the South because you're in it right now and it's what have you done for me lately. You have to know the truth and the history before you can talk about the relevant past. Today, just so you're clear, Pete Carroll used to play Auburn, Arkansas, Alabama, and beat them by 50. Just go Google it, bro. By the way, Arkansas and Auburn was a top one and two team in the SEC when we were beating them by 50. Just so you know, we beat Oklahoma by 50. We were beating all those powerhouses at the time. Just so we're clear. Go look it up, dog. (laughs) So I'm just telling you, there's a reason there was the Pete Carroll rule. There was a reason. Why didn't you hear about Nick Saban like you did? Why, Why didn't you hear about Nick Saban and all these motherfuckers then? Because it was Pete Carroll's time. And then there was Urban Meyer. And and, and and in my opinion, it's Pete Carroll, Saban, and Urban Meyer. Those are the top three coaches in college in the last 20 years. Um, I believe Urban is, is right there with Saban. If he coaches at one place long enough, he could do what Saban does. But he doesn't. He, likes, he gets bored. He goes around. And, and then he wins um, at other places. But 
I'm just telling you, there was no competition for Pete Carroll, dog, for a while. All right. He fucked that game off against Texas. Uh, that was a kind of an ego thing. I got buddies on that staff. And I kind of know some ins and outs on that game. That game wasn't even fucking close. It shouldn't have been close. It was a 14, 12 point game with six minutes left. SC's up. They should have never lost. Bush fucking lateraling shit in the end zone. Like, why was he doing those things? The game should have been a 21 point game. And that was a great Texas team. But if you look at the game and watch it, you know, there's people that even cry conspiracy in that motherfucker why SC was doing some of the shit they were doing that they didn't do all season long. <sighs> I don't know, man. SC was a fucking show at practice. I'm just telling you. You had everybody from Debo to Ice Cube to Snoop, Will Ferrell, you name it, motherfucking Madonna. Everybody would be at practice. And you didn't hear Nick Saban's name. Dabo was a young re- receiver coach at the time. You didn't hear anyone but Pete Carroll and SC. I'm just telling you. Um, Oregon no-showed, though, man. Utah played with nuts and guts. Uh, I said it on the Pat McAfee show last Friday. I did pick Oregon because I was like, okay, well, if there's a Pac-12 hopeful, it has to be Oregon. Utah can't get it with three losses. So it has to be Oregon. And I'm thinking, okay, they're going to show up and beat this team, which they might have to play again uh, for the Pac-12 title game. And they absolutely don't show up. And it's like, holy fuck. And I said on the show, Utah could drag their ass like they did, or it could be a good game and Oregon wins it. And that's what happened. Utah drugged the fuck out of them, man. Um I don't know who takes Florida LSU. You know, it doesn't really matter to me. I stay out of it now, dog. It's so fucking recycled. I think they're all shitty. I'm going to be 100 with you, man. I'm kind of getting irritated by the whole fucking thing. I think these coaches are overrated as fuck. I think they're a bunch of shitty ones. I think they're average at best, the good ones. I think that they're fucking make horrible hires when they get the job. I think they're all who you know, motherfuckers, in a what's you know now business. They're in a fucking nepotism law fucking life we're living they're in a fucking good old boy ass network and i think they're going to continue to be recycled the good guys that are grinders and hustlers will never get a shot and it's by design it's by design and a lot of these motherfuckers i know a lot of coaches man that are better than the motherfuckers you see on tv just keeping it real even the motherfuckers in the nfl I can break down NFL fucking teams and show you how shitty coach they are. But see, the novice fan doesn't know that. They don't know that. And I just wish I had the time to really break it down and use a platform that wouldn't shut me down. But they're not going to allow that because the NFL wants all the money. NCAA wants all the money. And they don't want a real motherfucker like me to be out there on any platform. There ain't a real platform for a motherfucker like me, so they're going to always keep me out of it. Um... Best win, Oregon at Ohio State. Worst loss, Oregon and Stanford. And Oregon at Utah. Just telling you. Ohio State absolutely looked like a playoff team. Uh, Michigan State absolutely looked like an FCS team. 
I picked Michigan State to fucking cover the 19 and a half point spread and they get molly whopped. It's 49 nothing at halftime. You got to be shitting me. After you just gave this motherfucker a hundred million dollar contract and now you give him a hundred million dollar contract and you drop a egg and get just ran through. You got to have two assholes motherfucker right now. You got to have two assholes, motherfucker, because you got ran through, Mel Tucker. Holy fuck, $100 million. You better hide that in that big old asshole you just got ran through because that motherfucker is going to get shitted out quick. You got exploited. You're a DB guy, and your DBs are as stiff as a motherfucking porn dick. Your DBs are horrible, and you talk shit about Delrick Abrams at Colorado when you took the job? Delrick at least played for the Falcons for a minute. Your DBs at Michigan State, which you should have better DBs than you had at Colorado, besides Delrick, of course, because my kids are just better than your kids. You have horrible fucking DBs. You're a DB guru, supposedly. You got bombed over Baghdad, motherfucker. 49 nothing in the first quarter, and they rewarded you with $100 million? And you don't think we have a fucking pandemic? Everyone gets a trophy-ass generation out here? Bitch, please. You motherfuckers could never coach with me. None of you motherfuckers. You're just lucky that I don't kiss ass and suck dicks so I can go be a D1 coach like y'all. You're just grateful for that to be the truth, motherfucker. Because you'll never fucking outbeat me for a kid. You can't out-fucking coach me. And you motherfuckers can't relate with the players like me. All three bad jujus for you and everyone like you. And you'll always keep a motherfucker like me out of it. And all people I know that's going to be up-and-coming motherfuckers, you're going to continue to keep out of it. Because you don't want to get your ass beat and exploited. You motherfuckers can't even do a fucking Black Lives Matter fucking statement without a PR guy. You can't grab your team and put them in sweatsuits and walk down the street. Chip Kelly. You motherfuckers have no fucking reason to be coaching these motherfucking kids. Especially not no inner city black kids. 90% of them. That you have no fucking clue how their backgrounds operated. How they grew up, what they need to know, what makes them tick, and who makes them tick, you have not a fucking clue. And you think you're going to beat me on a kid ever? Please. You better just keep me out here, man. I'll keep slinging whiskey. I'm good with it either way. I'm a hustler. I'm going to keep staying afloat. Trust me. Got a house, couple cars. I'm straight. Seven dogs. I don't give a fuck. Most loyal motherfuckers in the world. I know they won't backstab me, and I know they'll be there for me. Fuck the rest. That's what you guys got to understand. Fuck believing all these motherfuckers. They, they selling you motherfuckers. Pipe dreams, kids, parents. You guys are being sold lemons that look like fucking Ferraris. And you can't peel back the paint and buff that motherfucker out to see what's really under the hood. You're that blinded. Man, please. Ooh.
you motherfuckers are horrible. But let's reward this motherfucker with a $96 million fucking contract. And go get beat by ninety. Holy fuck. Michigan-Ohio State will be for all the marbles, in my opinion. The playoff team is out of that mix. Um, does Ohio State drag Michigan, too, like they did Michigan State? Who knows? I have no idea. Um, it's all coaches, bro. It ain't just SEC. I'm being real. It's all coaches. And I'm telling you, it's a fucking travesty. And it doesn't start with the coaches. It starts with the fucking ADs and presidents that these boards and these regents and these good old boy networks are hiring. Just telling you. Um, my NFL pick that I gave Patton and A.J. Hawk was absolutely atrocious. Russell Wilson looks absolutely like he should have just stayed doing that old no huddle shit with no ball bullshit. Um, can you guys please point out one quarterback that I've been wrong about? Please let me know. Give me one quarterback that I've been wrong about. Did I not say Derek Carr is fucking God awful and the Raiders were going to be shitty? Did I not? Or did I? Did I not say Mac Jones was the best fucking rookie quarterback in a long time and he's the best of this class by far? Did I not say that the shitty team guys were going to struggle even though they're talented guys like Trevor Lawrence and Zach Taylor? Did I not say that Lamar Jackson would never win a Super Bowl because he can't throw on time, on rhythm, accurately, consistently? Now we don't even know if he can fucking beat COVID and we don't know what the fuck's going on. But I ain't seen nothing talked about Lamar. I love Lamar. Great kid. I always say I love the kid. I think he's a freak. He's an absolute fucking freak of nature athletically. Can't throw very well, but he is what it is. And it's going to end up costing him and the Ravens. But now, you know, we want to bash Aaron Rodgers. Well, fuck, this guy hasn't vaccinated. He had COVID. He's fucking sick and has some ailing issues. We don't know what the fuck's going on with the motherfucker. And now he's missed three. He's been out for how long? And he's hurt, and he practiced this week. So, I don't know, man. Um... Have I been wrong about the the gimmick, Patrick Mahomes? He threw for 400 on a horrible Raider defense. Okay, we'll give you that. He threw up six 50-50 balls that should have been fucking picked off if the Raiders had any secondary at all. Um, it is because he's un- – it's not because he's unconventional. There's unconventional quarterbacks. Jeff George was unconventional. Kurt Warner was unconventional. Did you ever see how they threw a football – they threw a football with the fucking finger on the tip of the ball. So this was the tip of the football. This was their finger. <laughs> so that's unconventional to me. They didn't use the laces. Patrick Mahomes and the Allen kid at Buffalo that I both told you that are both gimmicky are fucking absolutely 
getting figured out little by little by little because what you make them do is you drop eight, you bring three or four, drop seven or eight, you make you play coverage on them with great D-line play, and you force him out of the pocket laterally where defensive ends in the NFL are just as fast or faster than you, most likely faster than you. And guess what they've done this year to him? Now, they've won some games in a row. What, three games in a row, four games? Beat a Cowboy team, which I told you, know, I always say the Cowboys are the Cowboys. And the Raiders are the Raiders. So, but what I'm saying is he's had to change his game. If you've watched Patrick Mahomes the last five games, he has totally changed. Then if you look at him six weeks ago, he's totally changed and he is struggling to say the least, but he is throwing the ball on time at least. And you have seen him make some mechanical adjustments. If you haven't noticed that he's not throwing the tightest spiral as normal, he is thinking about some shit because he's changed a few things with his delivery, his platform. I can just tell you there's been some subtleties that's been worked on by Andy Reid and the crew because of we got to make sure we're stepping vertical in the pocket, climbing the pocket, throwing the ball on time consistently instead of trying to make fucking add uh, or try to make fucking runs and improvisational plays and throw sidearmed and left handed and underhanded and blind throws and all this old goofy shit because it ain't going to work very long. It's worked for two years. You've gone to two Super Bowls. You've won one. Now, can you be the GOAT that everyone calls you? No. You can't beat fucking 45-year-old Tom Brady, motherfucker. Until you can beat him at least and then go win six more, you ain't never going to be in the conversation in my opinion. I don't give a fuck how great your arm talent is. We've had legitimate freaks of nature arm talent come through this league and get drugged through the mud. Jeff George, Tony Banks, look into all these big arm cats that you've never ever really heard of because big arms don't necessarily win you games. Joe Montana had a horrible arm. Kurt Warner's arm was average at best, if not below average. Tony Romo had a top five skill set of all time. Quick release, threw a great spiral, on time, accurate as fuck, great feet, athlete, couldn't win a playoff game. Dog, there's been freaks that have come through this thing that have been drugged through the mud. The NFL will make a fucking honest person out of you real quick. Might take a few years. It's taken a few years for Lamar Jackson to be figured out, Patrick Mahomes to be figured out. Remember, when you have dudes around you, it even is harder on defenses. The Chiefs losing Sammy Watkins, which to me is an average third receiver, but he is a third receiver. They have failed to use Hardman and other cats in that role, and it has hurt Patrick Mahomes this season. And the lack of a running game. Now, what I say, if you haven't listened to me and what I've been saying since week one, when they had Chris Jones at DN, I said, that is number one problem for the Chiefs. You want to talk about fucking Bron- Daniel Sorensen and all this shit? Motherfucker, you have no pass rush. You can't even fit fucking gap. Resp- You're not even gap responsible with the backer D-line fits. You're horrible corners. Horrible corners. And 
you're blaming a safety that's sitting in there, and you're talking about that's your problem. How about you put Chris Jones back inside, like I said, seven weeks ago? And guess what they did with Chris Jones yesterday? They put him inside. What did he do? He fucking dominated the game because three techniques that can move athletically like him are unstoppable to block. They're very hard to block. Chris Jones being put inside is a total different animal. You can put anybody on the edge and rush the fucking passer and get guys to step up in the pocket. When you have a Chris Jones at D-tackle, it changes the game. And if you haven't listened to what I've been saying, I said put Chris Jones back inside. He looked like a fucking idiot when you had to play Lamar Jackson and trying to read defensive end. He was trying to read Lamar Jackson and getting dicked a damn. He got dicked down that first game, and I don't know why they kept him there. He is a 300-pound with a big ass who needs to be dropped in an A and B gap and demand double teams. He's quick as a cat. He's got great fucking hands, and that is what an inside D tackle gets paid all the money for. He's not a DN long 6'6 fucking rangy athletic freak that can chase you down. He ain't going to be chasing the quarterbacks down. He's a guy to disrupt the inside pocket and break the quarterback to the outside so you can have your contained guys contain. And guess what the Chiefs have done? They put him back inside, and guess what the Chiefs defense has done? Gotten a lot better, with or without Daniel fucking Sorensen on the field. So I'll drop the mic on you, Kansas City Chief podcast guy. Hopefully you can use some of that on your show. But that's the fucking real. It ain't about a fucking safety. Holy fuck. Some of these Twitter fucking football guys are so unbelievable, man. I think they know football. It's crazy. Um... Giants Bucks tonight. This is a horrible matchup. The Bucks are struggling, though. I, I, I would, I would, I would like to think Tom Brady gets out of his slump and goes and balls tonight. Um, but not much. I'm not thinking too much into that game. Lakers are horrible. They look old. I, it, LeBron and Russ just can't play together. I don't give a fuck what you say. Um. Got beat by 30 by Boston, who's also a very average team. I mean, there's got to be a sense of urgency soon. You're, what, 16 games into the season, and you fucking haven't even shown promise. You haven't shown no fucking promise. You beat a shitty Miami team without Butler. You didn't have LeBron either, but okay. And I know you have some, some missing pieces here, but. Holy fuck. I love Rex Ryan, just so everybody's clear out there. I want to make sure I'm going to blank, I'm gonna throw this out there. I love Rex Ryan, and I don't really think Salah is a fucking head coach. I don't think he's that fucking good of a coach. So I'm always going to defend Rex Ryan. I love motherfucking Ryan brothers. I'm just telling you. I love the Ryans. Um, Salah that looks like a joke to me. I'm just going to be real. I don't know either one of them, but um, Ryan is a guy I can relate with. Salah is not. Um so this is the world we live in. Turn off the fucking lights, all right? Turn off the lights when you lose, motherfucker. We have these recyclable coaches that continue to get jobs. 
jobs because they play the PR game, which I refuse to do. So knock me. I'm sorry for all my fans. I appreciate you guys shooting me out. Hey, coach should be the new coach of Florida, SC, UCLA, blah, 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 blah. It ain't never going to happen. I'm sorry. I, I hate to break it to you. It just will never happen. I'm not the politically correct guy. And uh, I'm just telling you, okay? Um, me and Kingsbury don't get along. Fuck Kingsbury. I don't fuck with him. Um, I'll, I'll tell you why later. Um, it's amazing that Cliff Kingsbury can be fucking horrible at Texas Tech. Okay. Because he can't recruit, relate to his guys, and can't get through to them where they'll play hard enough for him. And he's shitty. Gets an OC job at USC. And then out of the blue gets a fucking phone call from a good old boy and is the head coach of Arizona. Struggles his first two years and is god-awful, showing his true colors. And guess what happens? He got players. But guess what? Coaching's over-fucking-rated. I keep telling you guys. That motherfucker got players. J.J. Watt fucking... Defensive guys got fucking stud receivers, got a Kyler Murray and got rid of Josh Rosen. The motherfucker got players. How about he got a fucking running back in Connor and fucking AJ Green and fucking Kirk and all these motherfuckers. Ertz. It's called players win games. Coaches fucking lose them. Why was he shitty his first two years? Why was he shitty in college? It's who you know, motherfucker, and he knew the owner. He knew the Bidwells, and he got a fucking shot, and guess what? They're winning now. (laughs) Just telling you. I'm talking about coaching's overrated, Munyak, when it comes to the field. Uh, We're not talking about what coaches do off the field, are we? Somebody asked me about Cliff Kingsbury. Stick to the fucking topic. So Dan Mullen's fired at Florida. Gets puts up gets sixty put on him by Samford. Struggles, loses against Missouri, loses what four out of the last five or whatever after playing Alabama tough. A good friend of mine coaches quarterbacks there, Garrick McGee, uh, who coached uh, Lamar Jackson, recruited him Louisville. By the way, was the former UAB head coach. Um, truly struggled. Must have lost the locker room, in my opinion. Okay? Lost the locker room, in my opinion. But wrote a letter. Okay? Wrote a letter to his fans today thanking them and being politically correct and that politically correct letter will get him a new job. Some people say, Coach A.B., fuck, man, you got to play the game too, man. And, and you tell kids to play the game, and you got you to gotta do the same. Nah, see, you don't do what I do. I said do what I say. Don't do as I do. You can't do what I do. <laughs> you don't have enough hustle in your motherfucking muscle, motherfucker. You can't do what I do. You don't have the grind or the motherfucking know-how or the it factor that I motherfucking possess to do what I do. I don't need to coach. The kids need me. I do agree. I'm not being boastful or cocky or arrogant. I'm just telling you. 
the kids are are fucking suffering because of blinded individuals such as administrators, athletic directors, and principals, presidents of these universities and schools look beyond the product on the field, which is their kids, the blood life, and become selfish and think that this is a PR publicity stunt, political ploy, and let's be bureaucrats. Fuck the kids. And to me, I'm just telling you, I'd be pulling kids out of school left and right and taking them some fucking place else as far as maybe another state or something if this was going to be the continued trend. And maybe you can get better coaches who aren't getting fucked over. And I'm not talking about myself. I just went through 20 buddies of mine I just got dealt with that are similar situations that these administrators have not a fucking clue about. And the kids now are being fucked. Because the Dan Mullins of the world can write a fucking letter created by his agent, who's a lawyer who knows how to write. Trust me, I have one too. And boom. Guess what? Dan Mullen will be another head coach at one of your fucking favorite institutions, people, in a matter of a few weeks. He's going to be somewhere that you wouldn't expect. Okay, don't be shocked if he goes over to Miami if they fired him. Don't be shocked if they go. He, he goes over to fucking um, out here out West Coast somewhere. I don't know. There's about 12, 15 jobs open right now. I don't know how many big time jobs there are open. There's only USC, LSU. But don't be shocked if the motherfucker's LSU coach. This is a good old boy network. What have you done for me lately? Let's keep you in the circle. Let's keep the fucking thing going. Let's continue to do the same shit over and over and expect a different result, which is the fucking definition of of insanity. And that's what these presidents are. Let's go hire a search firm that has no idea what our campus looks like, what our kids look like, what our kids act like, where they come from. But we'll hire a coach who has not a fucking clue on how these kids are brought up. And then let's make our university look good by hiring this motherfucker because he wrote a letter to the fan base at Florida because he was shitty. Makes sense to me. I guess I wasn't made to fucking do it, man. I just, that's just what it is. I'm sorry. Drink one for me. I'll drink one for you. It is what it is. I'm not here to kiss ass and suck dicks. I just wasn't here to, I wasn't put on this earth to do it. I was here to fucking tell you the truth and hopefully get some sense knocked in you so you can help some other people. Maybe I won't be the one to help kids no more. I can still help them from afar, but at the same time, it's not as impactful when you're the coach of a team that you have 100 or 150 kids every year. But at the same time, I can't be the political guy, man, because if you don't have the autonomy that you need, like a Saban or a Pete Carroll or a fucking Dabo, you're never going to be successful. Look at the rest of the country. They don't have the autonomy. They're playing dick measuring games with the AD and the president on who has the most power. Just because I'm paid more than you, don't think you have more power than me, motherfucker. That's coming from female ADs at University of Washington firing coaches over pushing kids to motherfucking ADs at Auburn fighting over the coach that he didn't really want to USC and UCLA struggling with an identity crisis.
I'm just telling you. So don't think it's all glitter and gold, but guess what? The motherfucker's winning. Kirby's smart now because he's figured out his admin. His admin is all in. SEC usually is. They'd rather fucking pay you to win games and stay the fuck out of it and stay in their lane where other schools don't do it. Other schools struggle to figure that out. Maybe let the coach have autonomy and do some things that maybe we can maybe we'll blind an eye to that. But let's understand, it's not going to fuck us in the long run because we're not political players. Like, are players and coaches fucking supposed to be running for office around this motherfucker? That's what you guys don't understand. They're not running for fucking office. They're athletes and coaches coaching athletes. Student athletes, supposedly. (laughs) The ones that create your fucking math labs and computer labs and fucking... All your fucking buildings, motherfucker. The ones that keep FTE up because the fan base and your full-time enrollment goes up because your athletics are very good. Look at the shitty athletic schools in the country and look at their enrollments compared to the good athletic teams and their enrollments. Let's, let's, let's do that data and see what's going on. Oh, athletes, athletes don't run nothing. Athletics don't run nothing. During COVID, University of Washington has made over a billion dollars in their athletic department. (laughs) During COVID and lack of funds where people are taking pay cuts, the state of Washington is thriving in the athletic department at the University of Washington, which is the premier school in the state, right? They have both universities, major universities in the Pac-12 are open right now. Washington State and Washington. (sighs) Who knows? But we'll hire Dan Mullen, who just got fucking ran through. And we'll continue to hire the safe guys because they've been in the fraternity. They can't do no wrong. Come on, dog. The writing's on the wall in Miami. If they fired the AD, I'm sure Manny Diaz is next. (laughs) Um, I'm just telling you. I don't know. I'm just telling you. This shit is crazy, man. Sark built all that new shit at Washington. He was there for the new stadium. He was there for the new fucking facilities indoor. Motherfucker had a barber shop put in uh, right there. The kids didn't have to leave that motherfucker and go out in that fucking rain up there in Seattle. Sark lived on Lake Washington. The whole staff, we used to get on the boat and drive down the fucking lake. Oh, beautiful fucking place. Like, and he got players. Look at all the NFL players Sark brought to Washington that's in the NFL right now balling. Shaq, uh, Bubba fucking, what's his name? There, he has some freaks there that are balling right now in, at, in the league. He had a lot of dudes. But, no, a Juco guy won't get hired because myself included obviously the question that was asked to me um they should could, should they consider a juco cali coach no they're not ever just so you know it's just not played that way man i'm just telling you i i hear you guys and i appreciate all the fucking support but i just want you guys to understand that First of all, you don't apply to four-year jobs. Like People are like, put in your application, coach. That's not what happens. <laughs> I just want you guys to understand. This isn't an application process. People that get these jobs don't fill out an application. 
They get contacted through agents, managers, agents, search firms, search committees, boosters. They don't fucking go through an application process like a high school or a JUCO. Okay? This is a big-time business. These motherfuckers ain't going through no fucking bullshit applications online. They're not on fucking monster.com or whatever the fuck it is called, dog. You don't drop an application. A million people would fucking do an application for an SC job. You think they look through that shit? You think they're looking through resumes? No, man. It's fucking who you know. My agent's calling me because he's a fit. Hey, man, uh, Dan Mullen just got fired. Blah, blah, blah. Okay, well, let's bring him in. <laughs> it ain't no fucking interview process. There's, there's no application process. There's interviews based on what they think. The job's already figured out. I'm pretty sure SC job and, and all these jobs are already figured out, man. Just so you guys are clear. They're already figured out. So... No, why? What What has Brian Kelly done? Has he won a natty that I don't know about or something? Why the fuck would we want him at USC? I don't say we like me, but why the fuck would you want that motherfucker here in SoCal? You need an L.A. dude. Munyak, I still have an agent. Yes. Um, so anyway. Um, did anyone see the LeBron fight? Holy fuck. First of all, I know Le- I don't think LeBron did on purpose. He, I, I think LeBron's not that guy. I also don't think LeBron's a bitch as far as that goes, but I think he has enough respect where people really have never tested LeBron. But the kid that came after him looked like a fucking buffoon, and he was way out of pocket trying to make this thing. I understand you're leaking and you're pissed, but don't make it worse, dog, because you look like a little-ass, dumbass kid. Like, you look like a fucking idiot that was soft being held back, and then you kept wanting to run after him. Like, how old are we, motherfucker? You're making millions of dollars. Take your L and go fucking dog. And, and, and he was suspended two games. I think LeBron got suspended one game. Just It's probably just suspended him for fucking shits and giggles because he really didn't do shit. Yeah, he started. he's tried to start a fucking malice in the palace, man. He really did. Um... It's just soft. The NBA, man, it's soft. I don't know. You can't tell me that it's not fucking soft. Um, yeah, Taysom Hill got signed again. I, I don't understand. This motherfucker just signed a big contract last year. Is he better than what I see? I, like, am I the only motherfucker that thinks he's should be in the USFL? Like, I'm confused here. Like, is this motherfucker someone that I... Am I lost here? Like, oh, man. I give credit to Peyton, dog. Sean Peyton, because that motherfucker keeps paying this dude. That guy has to have something fierce held over Sean Peyton. Like, he had to, like, fuck somebody, or he knew, or... I don't know what's up, dog. But I'm just telling you, that motherfucker holds something fierce over the fucking New Orleans Saints organization. Because he's shitty to me. Like, he's average at best. It looks like a mockery out there. He goes from quarterback, he throws a fucking, like, swing route. Then he catches the ball the next play at receiver. And then he's running wildcat shit. And then he's on special teams. And I'm like, 
Dog, is this guy up for the Heisman? Holy fuck, is he up for the Heisman? Are they trying to get him the Heisman? Like, Taysom Hill is, to me, very fucking mediocre, and he should play one position, and I don't know, man. To me, it's like, play safety and just stay there on defense because you're not very good. Holy shit. He's got to have naked pictures of the fucking, uh, of the owner. Something's up, dude. There's no fucking way. I don't know. But anyway, we're not telling our kids to turn off the fucking lights enough. And that's why this generation has totally gone shit show, ballistic, and it's fucked up. And I'm, I'm just appalled and embarrassed by our youth. Just telling you straight out. And you parents, you should be castrated. That video of that fucking girl slapping that teacher is another example of why your daddy should have pulled the fuck out, motherfucker. Your daddy should have pulled the fuck out. And your fucking ass should have been a memory on a motherfucker's back somewhere. Your motherfucking ass should have never been put in that fucking classroom by your fucking shitty parent. And your motherfucking ass knew better. And you keep taking this kid to school. You keep taking this motherfucking kid to school. And you ain't doing nothing. You coach it or you motherfucking allow it. Sacramento Kings fired Luke Walton. I mean, remember Luke Walton was 22-0 and or something when he replaced Steve Kerr for Golden State? That's why coaching is overrated, motherfucker. Whoever wanted to ask that question. <laughs> Luke Walton was fucking undefeated for the fucking Golden State Warriors when they were fucking super loaded. And now guess what? He's fired twice. His last two jobs, he's been fired twice. Lakers, Kings. It's crazy when you have players and you don't have players, huh? You got to actually coach out your ass and make some shit happen. Luke Walton, don't have players. Buddy Hill's not fucking LeBron. Sorry, he ain't fucking Curry. He ain't Steph. <laughs> Oh, man, you got to be able to coach the best. Oh, shut the fuck up. Get the best players. Make them believe in you. Run through a wall, motherfucker. You don't need to coach shit. I'm just keeping it real. But all you fucking professional coaches out there on Twitter say otherwise. You know better. Shit. Hey, well, listen, all you guys, Spotify, iTunes, Apple Music, appreciate you coming in. Go get you some whiskey, coachjbstore.com. Make sure you go get some. It's the greatest fucking smoothest shit cracking. Make sure you go check out slapdickbullies.org. You want a puppy? I got two. The tri-merle is going to be very expensive if I do give it up. If I don't, I'm probably keeping it, obviously. The other, my blue merle, Stogie son, Stogie and Bailey right here, um, He's going to be pretty expensive, but obviously not 50K like the Trimural. So, that's the dad of the Trimural, by the way, Bonham, that big brown motherfucker. That's 140 pounds now. The puppy's gorgeous, by the way. I'll put some pictures up. I just don't touch them too often. Um, that's them right there, though. You see, that's the puppies right there. Those are the puppies. They are gorgeous. That's a Trimural. 
Bonham Bailey. That's Stogie all day long, but look at him. He's getting huge. You should see him. This was about a week ago. I'll show you a new picture here, video soon. It they're they're special. I'm just telling you. Their eyes are open already. I don't know if fuck. I don't think they can see yet, but their eyes have cracked open. And they're starting to move around. So they're gonna be some slap dicks for sure. Hey, but I appreciate you guys, man. And uh Hey, Lucy, I appreciate you. The puppies and Bailey are fine. Bailey's right here asleep. These motherfuckers are right below me, like always. And, uh, no, I don't cut their ears. Is that a trick fucking question, Angel? I don't truck the, I don't cut their ears no more. Used to back in the day. But now I got motherfuckers like you or whoever that's going to try to send me to PETA and shit. But I just stopped cutting them, to be honest. Have you seen any of my dog's ears cut? <laughs> Why do motherfuckers ask stupid-ass questions? Do you cut the ears? Motherfucking, have you seen any of my dog's ears cut? <laughs> no. <laughs> I don't. But I may cut this trimural's ears. I don't know. It's not illegal where I'm from, so why not? I don't know. You'll see if I do. Motherfuckers always ask dumb shit. Hey, I appreciate you guys. YouTube, stay on. I'll be back. Uh, everybody else, appreciate you guys. Peace. Hope this ain't my last chance. Give me another guy. Last chance for me. Will I make it? Will I take it to the top? We gon' see. It's the last chance for you. Last chance for me. It's the last chance for you. Last chance for me. It's the last chance for you. Last chance for me. Will I make it? Will I take it to